Everyone welcome our new sponsor, Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke is the premier source for legal THC and mushroom products. The team at Diet Smoke sent us gummies to enjoy while we horror and chill. My favorite are the Great Sleep Gummies. And mine are the Cherry Lime Gummies. With a wide range of strengths and doses, Diet Smoke promises to find the perfect product for you. Whether you want something strong to unwind, a boost of energy to keep you going, or a lighter option for a mellow high, Diet Smoke has you covered. They understand everyone is different, which is why they're dedicated to helping you find the perfect product. Their customer service team will be by your side helping you along the way. Diet Smoke has cannabis gummies, shots, and vapes, each one made to deliver the best balance of flavor and effect. So don't settle for less and join the Diet Smoke community and discover the buzz for you. Visit dietsmoke.com today and use code DFWTO for 50% off any item and enjoy your journey to cannabis bliss. Diet Smoke, your partner in finding the perfect THC and mushroom products. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey guys, it's Casper. And Becky. From the DFWTO podcast. If you've been a longtime listener, you know how much mental health means to us. Mental health actually plays a role in many horror films, especially the final girl subgenre. Whether it's Nancy facing her nightmares and defeating Freddy, or Sydney taking out Ghostface to overcome the trauma of and avenge her mother's death. Not only are horror movies a huge comfort to Casper and I, so is putting our mental health first. And if you agree and you're searching for professional services, let BetterHelp be your guide. BetterHelp will connect you with a licensed therapist who can help you start your journey of self-awareness and discovery. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be flexible and convenient for any type of schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get yourself matched up with a licensed therapist and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just like the final girls that triumph over evil, triumph over your trauma with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com DFWTO and save 10% off your first month when you sign up today. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DFWTO. And remember guys, don't fuck with the original. Now let's get into the episode. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. And I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. And tonight, you guys, it is a little late, but that's okay. It's still January. It's fine. And we have been in Arctic temperatures in most of the country. It is literally so fucking cold. Um, It's actually currently 24 degrees here right now, and I think that's the warmest it's been all week. It is. So it is. If that gives uh, my computer currently says it's 79 degrees. That it is, is not, not. Maybe Celsius. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry for anybody listening and they're like, you dumb American. I am. I don't. It's okay. We don't do that. I don't. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the holiday horror movie called It's a Wonderful Knife, which of course, if you don't know, which if you don't, I don't know what to tell you. Is a play on It's a Wonderful Life, which is a um, classic Christmas film. Um, it's actually one of my... I know it, it. it's not on everybody's list, but I have my personal reasons why. It was one that I watched as a kid, and then as I went through my own issues later in my teen and adult years, the movie took on a different meaning for me. 
So personally, It's a Wonderful Life has always been one of my favorites on my list. And now It's a Wonderful Knife will also be on my list every year because I fucking loved this movie. I told Casper earlier today, like, leave it to 2023. And this is, of course, just my opinion. So no, I don't need the hate. This is only my opinion. And I have a podcast so I can do that. Um, in my opinion, I think 2023 saved the best for last in terms of horror. And both of them just so happen to be holiday movies. Thanksgiving and It's a Wonderful Knife, in my opinion, were the were two of the best horror films of 2023. They just completely, mm. both of those movies knocked it out of the park. The storyline, the concept, the acting, the dialogue, everything, everything. The end, the, it, just everything. Like, I, I don't, and again, very minor complaints like technicality things that are like too minute to even get into when a movie's that good but uh yeah this was great i i had my reservations i remember when i first heard about this movie because there have been horror adaptations of regular movies done before like this isn't anything new no. i can't think of any off the top of my head in particular but well, the only ones I can think of, in, and I will touch on this because I feel like we have to as a horror podcast. I don't know your take on it, but me. Um, now, I haven't watched it yet. I did not watch it last year. I'll have to watch it around the holidays this year. But um, when it came to the mean one, I was in support the mean of a Grinch, oh, of a Grinch horror Grinch adaptation mm-hmm. because not only did I dig the concept i fully support friend of the show david howard thornton uh damien leone was involved with that yeah like we fully support them terrifiers are great they're terrific movies but now this again my opinion i personally am not in favor of these like childhood cartoon horror things like i'm I am not watching the fucking Winnie the Pooh ones. I'm not watching the Mickey Mouse ones. If Casper has a different opinion, I fully support it. I will not be watching those. It's just like, it's not my thing. I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe just the older I'm getting, I'm just, I'm kind of, I I don't want to be that millennial, that elder millennial that like covets certain things. From my childhood, but this is like one thing. And again, it's like solely my opinion. I'm not hating on it. If they're good movies and people want to watch them by all means. And I don't even really consider the mean one in the same category because I think the Grinch was kind of always a a villain anyway. This is just sort of making it more violent. I don't really think that was much of a stretch to make the Grinch a horror movie. I mean, am I wrong on that? No. You I, could have totally made The Grinch a horror film. Like, that's that's not a stretch by any means. I am going to politely disagree with you, though. And that's fine. That's why I said I, I you know, I always because when we disagree. Because for me, I don't know if it's part of healing from parental trauma. I don't know if it's part of healing from my childhood. I don't know what it is. I am living for this fucking shit. I am living for the Winnie the Pooh. Now they're coming out with a Mickey Mouse Right. Um, I don't know. There was another one that they were gonna do. Now is that because the domains have fallen? Off, like it's it's a uh, 
the copyrights have fallen off when that happens it's like that it's public domain now when you can do that it's possible okay. or if they if they do it a certain way like because i heard something instance, disney was holding on to that for dear life i bet they years were years with mickey they were really trying to keep, um i don't know the mickey i disney is is a tad evil i may watch the mickey one um well, wait, <laughs> who is disney too I think. Yeah, but oh, wait, di- no, well, I don't know, but di- <laughs> for different reasons, Winnie the Pooh to my childhood, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't, I cannot see Winnie the Pooh. I just, and again, these are all personal. I think, and we've talked about this a billion times. We all have personal connect. If you really watch movies deep enough, we all have some type of personal connection to them, which will make you get either more into the movie or pull back farther away from the movie either one for whatever reason because of a personal connection attachment whatever and so that's for me is my thing winnie the pooh from a kid like oh i just it would do something to me i wouldn't be able to separate it would be very difficult the disney one when I think more of how evil Disney actually is, the thing is, I might have to do the Disney. One. Now I haven't seen the Winnie the Pooh one. I well, it's like technically to... not going to be Disney; it's just going to be Mickey. I, I mean, would... they're going to have to touch on it at some point, but I, they can't technically say Disney. They can say Mickey, right? They can't say it's Disney. Kind of like Chucky and Child's Play. Like you can it, say Child's Play, but exactly. you can't say Chucky. So, exactly. So I haven't seen the Winnie the Pooh one. I plan on it. I just haven't got around to watching it yet. Um, and then I saw the Mickey one. There's two um, Mickey ones. Two. Unless one of them was an AI poster. I keep hearing there's two different Mickey. Which is possible. From TikTok uh, horror. But I'd be interested to see. that. So what I was going to say, though, is I feel like because I was so strict. Like, my parents were so strict on me as a kid. And I was made to kind of watch... A lot of those cartoons. And I now, Winnie, about that. Winnie the Pooh. I loved. Listen, my mom went out and got me that one book. And I know you know what book I'm talking about. The Winnie the Pooh book that had a picture of him and Christopher Robin. And they're holding hands. And they're walking together. And it's just a bunch of Winnie the Pooh stories. Uh, that book meant a lot to me. Winnie nice. the Pooh meant a lot to me. Um, the Winnie the Pooh quote unquote horror episode. Where <laughs> Christopher Robin went to Skull. And it was school, but they thought he said skull. So Pooh was like looking for him in the caves with the heffalumps and you know all of that shit. I loved that one so much, and so many memories. And but there's just something about seeing them as horror characters. I don't know. Like I want to see Blue's Clues. Seeing fucking Blue as a fucking monster, give it to me. Oh, I can't do that. Give it to me. But I get it not being everybody's cup of tea. Like, I, I totally, I totally get that. Maybe it's because it's helping me get my inner child. Somebody do the Teletubbies as a goddamn horror movie. Can the we Teletubbies have that? has already been a horror movie. Can we it do was it? literally the series. <laughs> you know I'm right. <laughs> Teletubbies was done. It was just the series. <laughs> I'm telling you, that series was fucking terrifying. Oh my but god. Oh, it's hilarious. Like, 
I had a Tinky Winky. Looney Tunes. Um, fucking Tom and Jerry. There's so much shit you could do with so much They of that. could for sure. And listen, again, childhood. I loved, I still watch Looney Tunes cartoons. Same. I still do. Mm-hmm. But you could do it. Mm-hmm. Now, there is an ad. It's not going to be horror, but... And I'm I'm finally glad this is getting the green light because there's been a lot of shit. Um, they are doing a Wiley e. Coyote Roadrunner live action movie. Oh, sweet! And it's where Wiley e. Coyote sues Acme because none of their shit has worked ever. That's fucking great. <laughs> so he's like in court, like live action. I'm like that shit. So will there be dialogue? Yeah. There will? Yeah, there's going to be dialogue. Is it just going to be with signs? Wiley, probably, yes. Because I'm like, remember remember the episode where he actually talked and he had that, like, posh accent? I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Mud. I remember that Oh, one. that one? Oh, man. That's right, yes. <laughs> he was, like, beat to hell. I'd like to introduce myself. My, My name, name is, is Mud. Mud. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> Okay, so they have done a couple episodes where he has different voices. Mm -hmm. Wiley he Coyote. just doesn't talk very much. No. no. He usually holds up signs. Oh my god. But anyway, so, um, yeah, this movie is an adaptation of It's a Wonderful Life. I... And again, we know we're past Christmas, but shout out to uh, his handle on Instagram is at the Black Han Solo. Shout out to him, a friend, a fan of the show. Thank you so much for the suggestion um, because I had not watched it last year. And I thought, okay, we're still in January. We can still talk about it. Um, and if anything, if you guys haven't seen it, you can add it on your list for Christmas this year. I guarantee you will definitely want to do that. You will love this movie. It had, and I, and I loved that the fact that it was definitely, I think, targeted more towards Gen Z, but it was sort of for everybody. I think everybody could connect to this movie, like, my husband's Gen X, but I think even he would like it. The music made me want to kill myself, but... That was the Gen uh, Z aspect. That was the Gen was Z the music, part. Yeah. The Gen Z part. So whoever did the music for this... Everybody else involved with this movie, Standing Ovation, 10 out of 10. Whoever did the music for this movie, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> I am so sorry. I'm sure you're a wonderful person, and you probably have a family to feed, but you... <laughs> are fired <laughs> like i hope you can collect unemployment um yeah because yeah, the... it was thank goodness it's not throughout the entire movie no. and it's not even that it's christmas listen i i i actually love christmas music i love christmas music i'm one of those i like those classic people. christmas music i like classic christmas music i love i love all christmas music but whatever that christmas music was yeah, if that's what Gen Christmas Z trap music. If that's what Gen Z listens to, we have no hope. Um, we're done. No. You tried. No. We're done. No, we're fine with Gen. No, Z. but like Gen, Gen Alpha can't read. So I Gen was. Z. <laughs> I went into it pretty much blind because I mean, obviously, I've seen It's a Wonderful Life. I know what the movie's going to be. About. Oh, we both went in totally. So I, I went in completely. See all of the familiar know. faces that I got to see. I got so excited. I literally would gasp. Well, we were both just talking about. Uh, Joel McHale and Justin Long being in it. Justin yep. Long definitely needs to play more villains. He was brilliant. 
Any long-time um, horror fans know Justin Long. Oh, yeah. Usually he gets the bad end of the deal, which I mean, technically, still. <laughs> I know everybody wants to say Jeepers Creepers. We don't support Jeepers Creepers. We've gone into that. But uh, Drag Me to Hell is Drag a Me to Hell great, is an underrated gem. Great. Film. All over a fucking button. That, spoiler alert, All over uh, a does button. not have a happy ending. And it made me so happy. That was genuinely right? one of those movies that, and again, spoiler alert, the movie came out forever ago. But like, did not have a happy ending, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, Unfriended. I was actually right. Okay, now that that movie needed to not have a happy. Ending. Everybody needed to fucking die. That that movie. that movie made me so happy when you when you explained like, no, everybody is supposed to be terrible. I was like, oh, and then I go back and watch it, and I was like, I love this movie. Like, Remember, no, I told you the first time I saw watching, it, I didn't like it. You're watching her get revenge. It's yeah. great. It's fucking. Great. And then I go back and watch it, and I'm like, I love this movie. Also, I, like I would just like to say how fucking wonderful and kind and nice and lovely it is to see a lesbian couple actually make it. Do you do you know how rare? And they were definitely gay. I hope nobody's arguing that. I mean, coming from two people in the community. Well, Bernice, we hundred percent. Oh, Bernice was Bernice or Bernie? Bernie, 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 Bernie was hundred percent gay. Uh, Winnie was bisexual. Thousand percent, yes. I definitely, truly think she was bisexual, but yeah, I was so taken aback by this film, how much I loved it, how heartwarming it was, full of gore, full of great kills, um, and gay. There was so much gay, and I did not have a clue that that was going to be a thing, and it made me really sad to see it had such a low score, but I was like, it has a lot of gay in it, what can I expect? You know, I really appreciate it. Why did it get a low score? It's got a, only it's got a five on IMDb and a fifty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's low. I just saw that. I don't know why yeah. I didn't notice that earlier. I literally just saw that. Okay. Yeah, I could say a lot about. Did that. somebody get your? Did somebody get their feelings hurt when they saw two guys kiss? When? Did somebody get their feelings hurt because the lesbians made it? She saved her life. But, Did somebody you know, accidentally get hard because they saw two guys kiss? <gasps> Is that what happened? Did your homo show for a second, bud? Is that what happened? Is that what happened? Did you get a little turned on and you saw two guys kiss and you're like... No homo, mega. Like, in, <laughs> in all reality, take all of that out. The storyline was solid. It was funny. It was Catherine Isabel this was a surprise. This movie was great. It was fantastic. This movie was great. And I and listen, I appreciate the fact. And I think in today, listen, today especially with young people, and I sounded. I cannot believe I'm, <laughs> I'm turning 40 this year and I cannot today, believe I just said you know, today, especially because of young people. Because with the young people. I am not that kids. fucking old. You're not. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, I say that to say this as a teenager, it was, everything was so queer coded. And now the fact that you don't have to fucking do that anymore and not make it a thing. Now, granted, there were a couple movies that have come out in the last couple years that have done that terribly. And we don't even need to go there. We know which movies did that. We know which we movies did not do a good job of presenting gay care where it, I don't, I don't think it was done in a way 
listen, I didn't see the movie. It was just things I heard about. They, them. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not. I'm not going to see that movie. Don't. I'm not. That movie pissed so, me the hell that's, that's what I'm saying. I just, I didn't want to say it, but like, and I could give another, I could give other examples too. But I think that they're, I think if you're going to do, you know, th this movie was just an amazing example of just writing in these characters as regular people. Like, can we right? just, it didn't even, can we just do that now? It made no difference Can we just do that? I didn't give a fuck about a lesbian couple, about being married. I didn't give a fuck about a boyfriend, two guys. I didn't, didn't care literally about any of that. It was a regular movie with regular people that was really fucking good and had great kills and a great storyline and perfection dialogue. I mean, the humor was on point. Was so amazing. Amazing. The Absolutely actors carried this dialogue. I'm, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm very disappointed in that score. I'm very disappointed. And I do think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we, we need to stop. We can't keep like what I was there. There was, there was too much queer coding and it was just dumb. Like we just, we all knew. And I'm like, why can't you just say that? And now that you can say that you're still getting people like, well, no, just make it back to when you, why like that's so that's that's ridiculous to me like if it and guess what it fits in the story because oh my god gay people are just like everybody else <laughs> no we aren't we <laughs> no, are really like, we are truly we really class high are not we really are <laughs> please God made men sorry, no and no said he could do better and made women. And he said, oh, that's no too disrespect. much. <laughs> so then he made gay men. And he said, oh, that's perfect. I'm going to make lesbians while I'm at it and give them my carpentry skills. I'm quoting a comic. That is not that. my line. I would, I uh, cannot take credit for that. I literally quoted a comic just now. I love it. Um, But... Yeah, so this movie kind of starts out with very, very t t typical Christmas. Um, this girl, you've got m this girl. Well, real quick, we're just going to run through the cast so everybody's familiar. Um, the main family we've got is the Carruthers. Uh, Winnie Carruthers is played by Jane uh, Widop. Widop, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering that. But uh, she's pretty much the main focus throughout the entire film. Um, Joel McHale plays her dad, David. Her mom, Judy, is played by Aaron Boys, and her brother, Jimmy, is played by Aiden Howard. Um, and then we have the Waters family. Justin Long plays Henry Waters. His brother, uh, Buck Waters, is played by Sean Deppner. Um, and then Catherine Isabel is... Gail Prescott. I just realized that name. I don't think they ever said Gail her last Prescott. Name. I don't think they ever Fuck said her last all. name, which is hilarious. I love that. Um, so she plays Joel McHale, David Carruthers' sister. Oh no, I'm sorry. She plays Judy's sister, Winnie's aunt. Um, and who else are we missing? Karen Simmons is played by Cassandra. Like Nod. Nod. Uh, she is. Uh, Gail's wife in the film. Um, and then we have Bernie Simon is played by Jess McLeod. Um, 
we get to her character pretty quickly on into the film. So those are kind of the main people that we're dealing with throughout the crux of the whole film. Um, just to give everybody an idea. Uh, Winnie, Jane Whiteup, I guess, had is better known for playing uh, on Yellow Jackets. I have not watched that. And um, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows who Justin Long and Joel McHale and Catherine Isbell are. So uh, Jess McCloud was on the, a Netflix series called One of Us is Lying. She's the one that plays Bernie. So just so if anybody needs to be familiar with who the characters are. I had never... I was not familiar with who played Winnie or Bernie. Most of the younger cast, I did not, or Jimmy, I didn't know who they were. I didn't know any so, of them either. I did. I, I knew everybody sure. that was older. Same. <laughs> so yeah, it does start off with, uh, the town is called, it's a fictional town. It's called Angel Falls. It straight up made me think of like a town in a lifetime movie. Um, where the girl comes back from the big city to visit her family and she falls in love with the... By the way, really quick, the writer <laughs> of this film wrote the movie Freaky. So if you love that film with Catherine, uh... Oh, fuck, what's her name? Newton? Catherine Newton? Anyway. The, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The chick yeah. from Paramount to be four. I see her face. And then, yes, uh, Vince, yes. Vince... I almost said Vince Gill. I do not like... Uh, what's his name? Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Not Vince. That Gale. is the only thing that has held me back from seeing Freaky because I really don't like it him. is fucking absolutely hilarious. Um, so yeah, it's but the I same really writer. don't like him. Give it a shot. I'm telling you, it's funny. He I acts like, like a teenage girl. I like Amber Heard. Don't like him. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, it's it's. But he acts like a teenage girl, so he acts like an idiot. That might be doable. Just saying. that might be do anyway. That go might on. actually <laughs> be doable. Um. So yeah, so we start off in Angel Falls. Obviously, Christmas movie. It's around Christmas. Winnie's family, her father, works for um, uh, Henry Waters is his business partner. Henry Waters sounds like something familiar, and I can't place it. And I've been trying to think of it ever since I saw the movie. But now, what did her dad actually do? Because Henry Waters later becomes the mayor. But I'm like, how did that... I don't know that jump. Like, they were Because her dad... Know. I was going to say their business. Partners. Oh, it was real estate. Yeah. It was, real, it was estate. real estate. Real estate. That's right. Because Henry Waters is trying to buy up. It's a really small town. He's trying to run all these small businesses and people out of their homes and buy up real estate to build up this like giant mega mall to bring more people into Angel Falls. Um, so that's the plan. And one of the people that uh, he's trying to buy out is the grandfather of Winnie's friend. Uh, is her name Carla? Yes, Kara. Kara, Kara. Um, so when Kara and Winnie go to this um, Christmas party with other people from their, from their high school, uh, her dad, David, and uh, Henry go to... What is Kara's grandfather's name? I don't remember him. Because I know but... that I know that actor. Yeah, William Davis. He was the smoking man in the X Files. Um, Roger. Okay. Yeah. They I'm glad they actually had his name on there. Uh they go to Roger's house to basically convince he's like the last person that's like the holdout, I think. They're trying to convince him. He owns a house. lot too. Like he has an estate. Like he's got a bunch and of the house, money. Oh, that's right. Because they mentioned that the yep. house was like supposed to be a historic landmark and yep. whatnot. 
So he's refusing to to buy it. He's like, when I die, it goes to my kids. Right. Like he's he's not budging. So they leave. Come he gets a knock on his door, and this figure that I didn't notice till later is like I, I'm, a, I'm such an idiot that I did. It was like damn near halfway through the movie that I realized like, oh, it's an angel play on It's a Wonderful Life, Town, Angel Falls. Got it. Okay. It took me like way too, like, You're like way too long. too long. I am like two thirds of the way through the movie and I'm like, angel kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... And we're listen, back. Listen, we all have moments like that. Always. All right? It's a cop from Sinister. You got to give me my dumb moment. This was just my dumb. This was my dumb That was moment. your cop from Sinister moment. It was. It's okay. It was. Thank you. I appreciate it. I thought I would, I thought I would just share that with everybody <laughs> to get it out. It's like my therapy. So. Um, also, I do have to say, I really do like the, the, the killer, um, the costume. Loved it. I thought it was so cool that they, loved I really liked it. that. Absolutely loved it. Like a faceless angel. Love the concept of it. Concept of that. Even noticed on the detailing on the knife had angel wings. Yeah, there was like the whole the very whole thing. cool. The fucking design of the that. killer was top notch. Uh, really on whoever did that. So he gets a knock at the door after um, David and Henry leave after he refuses, and that's when we see the angel, and he kills him. Um, Which, to be quite honest with you, I'm not going to lie, it was not hard to figure out who it was. Because I'm like, I feel like it was a movie where they were like, they wanted you to figure out who it was. Because you find well, out who it was early on anyway. Yeah, it wasn't really a point that, that wasn't really the point of the film right, to no. know who the killer was. That really wasn't the point. Um, especially with the whole take on It's a Wonderful Life. Right. Um yeah, so if you if you know that he's the last one holding out and then he's the first one killed, then obviously it's the person that wants to wants to get rid of him the most, which would be Henry. Um so later on back at the party, uh I th- oh I know what it is. Okay, so Kara is outside with her boyfriend and it looks like they're getting ready to have their first kiss or something. Like ever. Very, She's like, kiss me. It was and very I was cute. like, this is awkward. It was very cute. Very extremely awkward, but very cute. Um hate that he died, poor thing, but kill she was said, awesome. She said, What did what you did eat? And it's his blood in her I was mouth. Like, it took me a minute because I was like, What did you eat? And then you look at everyone. Oh! Oh and then she's like, Oh shit. And then the killer goes after her and kills her against the door. Because she's screaming, help me. Winnie literally and saw watched her it. best friend brutalized in front of her. So everybody else in the party takes off. Um, oh, that's right. You find out it's it was at her boyfriend's house. This is Winnie's boyfriend's. Yes. Even though immediately Winnie is throwing off gay. Even though her brother's gay. Jimmy is gay. Jimmy is but very But she gay. was throwing off gay. And they were like, boyfriend? I was like, boyfriend, what? Um, what was his name? Pete? I think so. Something like that. It was the way when... It is Pete. When Bernie Pete. looked over at her and she waved at her, I was like, ah, no. Because they keep calling Bernie weirdo. Yeah. So she's obviously the outcast in the high school. Um. So anyway, after... When he runs out, they run... 
Okay, so Jimmy is with his boyfriend, I presume, is his boyfriend. And they're walking along. Now, boyfriend gets killed. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, Jimmy almost gets killed. Catches up with Jimmy. Jimmy almost gets killed. When he saves when his he life. kills the angel, which was pretty dope, she takes, like, battery cables from Electric the Christmas them. lights and yeah. the Christmas was awesome. Unmasks him. It's Henry Waters. We're like, oh. So we're like, oh, we, oh, right. Duh. So we knew that. So we flash forward a year later, and now it's pretty much like her dad, David, and her brother, Jimmy, have, like, taken over the town. Their real estate business is booming um, and all that. And she feels like everybody, Winnie just feels like everybody completely forgot about what happened. And she's, like, obviously, and for good reason, is still really traumatized. There's even a moment where in the street, uh, Buck, who who is Henry Waters' brother, who's just a complete moron, um, confronts he's become her, a drunk. Apparently, confronts her and says, "Like you know, I should I should kill you for what you did." Everybody hates my brother, and I'm thinking, like, everybody hates your brother for good reason. He's a homicidal. I know. I'm maniac. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And uh, yeah, so it's just awful. You can see all the trauma on Winnie. Like, she's also she's um. A photographer and she finds out she's not getting into film school it's just like a whole thing and uh i like the final straw was like it was christmas eve and her parents give her she's like i get this lesbian tracksuit and he gets a truck her brother gets a truck this like brand new truck which it's his it's their dad's excuse for him being his business partner in real estate that he needs a vehicle to like drive around and show houses and stuff and Jimmy's like trying to make up for it because they're close. I'm like, you can drive at any time. And Winnie just snaps because she's like, you know, I lost my best friend. Every you know, all these murders, I killed your boss. Like everybody's acting like it's no big deal, and you just feel awful for her. I did want to bring up because I had brought this up to Casper. Now it was pertinent to this story, and you you realize it even more later on. But like, I'm sort of sick of that gaslighting trope in horror with parents and spouses. That, like, clearly their kid or their spouse is going through some shit. And the parent or the other spouse is like, what's wrong with you? Get over it. Or, like, why are you? Nothing's happening. Like, it's no big deal. Like, they just. Like, Like, I kind of just wish that would stop. Like, that just. We're all. We're kind of. Yeah, we're all just sort of over that like yeah stop but it's being, like stop being the douchey boyfriend husband parents <laughs> like just stop doing but that. it's like you said the, in this story it was pertinent to yeah and it makes and it definitely makes even more sense like you i was pissed at first like and then the way casper explained it to me and the longer into the story you're like oh, okay now i get it this was actually pertinent to the story because afterwards and this is where it takes on uh the um it's a wonderful life thing is where uh when he goes to this dock this bridge dock and is like i just wish i didn't exist i just wish i wasn't here because she just feels like completely hopeless at that point like everybody's acting like nothing happened so i might as well not even exist and she happens to say that during an aurora borealis which apparently is extremely rare in this town um so as soon as she does it, she does cease to exist because um, she looks over at 
I guess it was just some random guy and was like, oh, did you see that? And the angel killer comes out and she's like, what the fuck? Right. Because he kills the guy. And then. How does she get she away? Fought, I'm pretty sure this she fought right. him off. And then uh, the co- I don't remember how the cops ended up. I literally her. just watched this movie earlier today, but then I watched two other movies right <laughs> after that. So now my brain's like, ah, oh, fuck! I'm like forgetting parts that happened. That's right. She fights him off, and then um, she's all types confused. And then the cops show up, and the sheriff of the town is uh, Henry's Henry brother. Waters' brother, like the moron in the beginning. And you're like, how is he? That's like what? Like she's like very confused on what's happening. And then Henry shows up. Henry shows up and he's the mayor of the town. And she's just at that point completely. She's like, what the fuck? No idea what the hell's going on. And she's like, she said, yeah, I know who the killer is. And he's like, oh, and she's like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. As soon as she sees Henry Waters, she's like, nope, no, I don't. Nope. I, I, I don't know who that is at all. I have no idea. So then she goes to her home her house she runs inside and her mom's drunk on the couch as hell nothing like her mom and is yelling like i told you to leave the pizza I'm like i thought she was the pizza person and then um her aunt's there her aunt doesn't know uh her aunt gail doesn't know who she is in all reality though let's be real the whole time that she is non-existent her aunt was the best character. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because she was like, what happened? And then at some point she eventually tells her everything that happened and she goes, okay. And she just believes her. I'm like, Aunt Gail. Aunt Gail really MVP. Easily. Right. But, um, yeah, she kept saying, dad didn't know. He was like, dad. Yeah. Had no idea. What He's like, I only saying. have one kid. And, uh, so she ran out totally confused she goes um i don't know when she finally realized i think she really starts to realize it when she goes to the christmas party at her at her boyfriend's house and uh oh that's right so before before the switch that was another thing that happened before the switch happened she goes to the party in her real life and wait, did she find out he was cheating? Yes, at the party. At the party, before she, she asked, gets killed. Killed. She asked where he was. Bernie said outside, but his friend said the laundry room. So she went to the laundry room and found him with her other friend. Um, and they Carlin. had been they had been together for a minute. That's right. So this was okay. So this is before she ceased to exist. She was at the party. Uh. Bernie, who everybody was calling weirdo, because when she did walk out, when she, yeah, because at some point, um, when everybody was split off, and he said he was going to go get a drink, she couldn't find anybody, and when she went to go find him is when he was cheating, so that was, you know, so in the alternate universe, when she goes to his house, um, him and Carla are together and had been together for years. And uh, she runs into Bernie and Bernie is the only one that kind of believes her. Um, Cause everybody else is like, 
you know, they, nobody knows who she is. And I think that's when she does realize, like, because she even tells me, she's like, I don't know if I'm dead or like a ghost. And she's like, well, everybody can see you. So you can really go. <laughs> Um, she says something about knowing who the killer might be. And then Bernie was like, I have something to show you. So Bernie takes her to her house and has this like whole Charlie from it's always sunny in Philadelphia, like thing up on the wall with the red strings and the whole bit. And, um, and that's why, and it, the way she's explaining it, uh, especially in that universe that it, that it would definitely make sense that it was Henry waters is that after, uh, so her brother, okay, so that's where she also finds out her brother, Jimmy, and this universe was killed by the angel killer. Since she, she wasn't, wasn't there, there, he did, he did kill her brother. So, uh, but the killings kept going on after that, which is why Buck was the sheriff, because the actual sheriff was killed by the angel killer. Um, he had just kept on killing. And the way Bernie had pieced everything together was that he had been killing people that owned businesses around town to ultimately buy up the business because in that alternate universe, he did have his big like megaplex shopping center. Like Walmart. <laughs> like it did a, like a, a giant, giant fancy yeah. Walmart. So uh, but then Bernie too at first was like, but then you show up and nobody knows who you are, so maybe you're the killer and and then the angel killer shows the up killer at her house. And she's like, oh my God, you're not the And then she's like, yeah, okay, let's go. You're telling the truth. Oh my God. She's like, let's get the fuck out of here. And then, um, so is that, is that when Bernie takes her to the, okay. Yeah. Bernie works at the local, uh, movie theater. She said that the only place that he doesn't own yet is the movie theater. The movie and she theater. said, well, how do we get in? She said, I work here. <laughs> so they stay there. Um, and then at some what after that they end up going to they go back to her house, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um Okay, because I'm trying to think. Yeah, because she they're trying to figure out who because they're like basically Okay, yeah, obviously in this in this in this universe, her dad still works. Bernie has also waters. told her by this point that the Aurora Borealis is the reason for why she was able to do what she did. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, and she said like, the only way that you can switch back essentially is to kill the killer. Right. right. Um, so then she's like, okay, well we have to get to him. The closest person to him would have been her dad. So they essentially go back to the house and this is when Gail answers the door and she's telling Gail all of this. And then Gail's like, well, how do I know? Like, tell me something you can't Google. And she said something about her thong. Like, froze so, to the ground. Her so many years party. ago, her thong froze to the ground. And she looks at her and she goes, you know, that thong still brings people together. <laughs> Again, dialogue. Perfect. So she believes her and she lets her in. And um, she has to see her mom and that universe making out with some dude side piece she's all drunk and you're like oh my god this is awful so she ends up um, talking to her dad but then again you have to remember like this family has been mourning for the last year the death of their son right and just lost it at that point um so she starts talking to her dad she gets this like heartfelt moment with him 
And uh, she's also inadvertently trying to convince him of her existence. Yeah, because she she tried to say again when she came to the door that that was dad and he slammed the door and that's when Gail came back to the door. So she, when she did get a chance to talk to him in his office, she was pretending that like, oh no, I went to school with him. And, um, and then as she thinks she's had this connection, she blurts out that it's Henry Waters and I need you to help me. And she, and he's like, my best friend, the one that paid for this house, paid for my son's funeral. And then that's when she blurts out, Dad, I need your help or something like that. He, yeah. goes, he goes, Dad. And he goes, that's it. Get out. I'm not your dad. Get the fuck out of here. Um, she runs out. Bernie sees her, hugs her. Um, they're they're downstairs at this point. And then, of course, right. he, her mom's making out with her side piece and they're talking about it. And then her dad. Yeah, her Gail and, uh, her Gail and um, Bernie are all talking um, about what's going on. Her dad leaves. They hear him leave. Um, and then all of a sudden the killer comes in and kills her mom and side piece. Um, so they're essentially, the all three of them are trying to get away from the killer. They're all trying to get, you know, They run safety. upstairs. Of course they do. Because <laughs> that's... Because they do. had to run by the front door to get upstairs. And uh, they eventually, when he gets to the top of the steps... I think it's Bernie that knocks him out and, and it knocks him all the way to the bottom of the steps and he's knocked out cold. So uh, they're like, well, the only way we're going to get out, we actually have to go over his body. And I'm, I'm literally screaming, kill him. I'm like, kill him. He's knocked out. Why are you walking over his body? Like, just fucking kill him. him. So, Winnie's the last one. She grabs the knife. And she's the one that's like, I have to do this. And she's like, I have to like, do this. Finally. And Bernie's like, okay, you can do it. You can do it. But before she does, uh, she takes his mask off. And it's not Henry Waters. It's David. It's her daddy. It's her dad in this universe. And she got so taken aback she couldn't do it, so they just ran. And he regains consciousness and says, I told you I wasn't your dad. Like, that line was fucked up. Right. So they got away. Um, they end up at the movie theater mm -hmm. trying to make a plan of what to do. And, uh, that's when Winnie also find out that the year that he had also killed Karen as well, because I guess Karen owned a small business. Yep. And so basically what they, what they sort of come to the conclusion of is that Henry had done the original few killings. And then after he killed Jimmy, he was basically convincing uh, David to be like his henchman and go around and he kill was everybody puppet, else, basically. his puppet. So it was basically like, and then that was destroying the whole town. Because that was the other part, too. When Winnie goes to the party um, in the alternate universe, like, every if, if the teenagers aren't dead, everybody's on drugs. It wasn't like in the original universe where it was like they a happy, like weed, where it was like like a happy atmosphere where yeah. maybe a few kids were smoking, like, had some weed gummies and... And we're drinking, whatever. No, they were smoking crack. Like, literally. Crack and meth. There yeah. was, like, meth and crack. I was like, holy fuck, this is crazy. I mean, like, people were strung out. 
It was awful. Like in the basement, the other one was like makeout party in the basement. Is when everybody was just all fucking so out, fucked out, fucked up. so fucked out. Yes, fucked out. So that was that was basically what had happened to the whole town once everybody started everybody was dying just depressed. Off. Like they like, just everybody was a slave to Henry Waters. Yeah, he had just completely taken over the entire town. So basically, she finally became okay. With the fact that she would have to kill her dad because she's like, I, I want my old life back. And it was funny because they were like, okay, let's go kill my dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yay. Um, so they, they basically try to lure him into a trap at uh, the theater, but then things kind of go awry when... Her, when Pete and his girlfriend Carla, the ex, um, show up, and they're like, "The fuck are you doing here?" And they were like, "Well, this is where we come for our anniversary every year." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the killer wa- literally the killer comes shows in up, them. kills kills Gail. Yeah, I was sad like, about that. The lights like... go out. Um, I guess Pete and Carla at that point in the melee got murdered. Yeah, they, they they were killed. They were killed. So, um, but. Um, What's her what, Winnie? Winnie had gotten a piece of wood that had broken off, and she led him halfway up the stairs. And then he was running up the stairs, and she had turned around and had it sticking out. So he just she killed him. He fell into it and stabbed him, like impaled him. So he was dead. And then we're all like, "Yay!" And then she goes back to the place where she did it. And Bernie was with her, and not listen. Oh wait, no, that's not this part yet. But anyway, so. She she does it. This is kind of when she's losing it. She's very upset. She's like, I just want to go home. I don't want to be in this anymore. Um, and she wishes for it. And nothing happens. And she's like, the fuck. And Bernie, Bernie was like, well, you know, Henry kind of did the original killings. And it, she said, it looks like the, it looks like it heard you, but it's mad because it was like red. Like the Aurora Borealis was red. So I now think the she, other thing that they realized too is that it was like his spirit from the original yes. universe sending her back, and that was part of the Aurora Borealis. So it was like it didn't want to send her back, and she, right. the angrier she got, it was like it just stopped. Mm-hmm. Everything was just dead stop. So she's like, "Well, now we got to go kill him," because they hear his. When she's realizing, like, nothing's happening, then they hear his voice, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, that's what we gotta do. We actually have to kill him. And when they get there, it's really screwed up. All the people in town look like they're in a trance. Um, all their eyes look really weird, like, glowing. Um, he's up there doing this naughty or nice thing, and his, if people are nice, he gives them gifts or whatever. But then his brother comes up, and he says his brother's naughty, because he put in for a a, a, transfer. a police transfer because he told his brother, he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Because that's when you really start realizing he does have complete control over this town. And his brother's like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. So he has, he kills his brother in front of everybody. Well, he has these two henchmen kill his brother. And everybody in the audience is literally like under mind control. Yeah, like nobody moves, nobody. Their eyes are like iced over and like they're not. Just completely glazed over. And if you do notice, they're all kind of glowing the same color. So yeah. they're definitely in like a trance because there's no reaction whatsoever when when Buck gets killed. Um, They get up there. uh. That's when Henry notices them in the crowd. They get up on stage. 
when he realizes that Bernie is angry at him because Bernie caught Bernie's father left because he caught uh Henry sleeping with uh his wife Bernie's mom and so she realizes Bernie spends Bernie's... most every Christmas alone because her dad left and her mom's just sleeping around with whoever right uh so that's when Winnie realizes that it's that it that in this universe it was Bernie's hatred to him um for what he did that she feels like he ruined her life and broke up her her family um and uh she punches him in the face and the two henchmen go to grab him and he's like get off me this is cashmere don't touch me he really did that was pretty fucking funny. i mean i think to my i think back to the way they made him look too like they they really overdid it to try to make justin long just look like the total douchebag like the wig he had on, like the way they had his hair. I noticed the veneers too. I noticed that at the end. His fucking teeth. I was oh like, oh my god. my god. I mean, like they went out of his, they went out of their way to just make him look like the biggest asshole in this movie. And it worked. It, it totally worked. Um. So once they knock him out and they confront him and, uh, basically break the spell because they uh confront him about killing jimmy about what's going on with all the townspeople that they don't need him and they knock him into the crowd and that's when everybody in the crowd starts beating him up and then he grabs them um and when when he goes to do it bernie actually kills him first it's like yeah i think that needs to be bernie's kill for sure. Definitely. I would have I would have let her. <laughs> I'm so Bless sorry. You. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> I would have let her have that. Yeah, she definitely she she deserved to, that. She, she needed to get that. The fact it was the punch for me. She punched him so fucking hard. She oh, was, it was like, amazing. fuck this bitch. So amazing. he's dead. So now we're like, yay for real this time. So she goes back to the deck to the Aurora Borealis and super bright again. Super, super bright. So, you know, everything's going to go okay. But Bernie, right. of course, you know, this movie's like, I'm going to, your heartstrings. So Bernie looks at her and, by the way, at the towards, once Bernie believes everything that Winnie has said, yeah, when they're they back actually at talk about It's a Wonderful Life. And she... Okay, so it was when, it was when they're leaving, um, it was when they're leaving the house after the killer shows up at uh, Bernie's house. And she goes, and she goes, now will you help me? And she goes, she goes, will you be my Clarence? And she goes, yes, I will. And it was so cute. And you so, totally get the reference. Right. Yeah. And then at the end, she said, this was going to be my last Christmas. And Winnie's like, what? And she's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we all knew what Bernie meant by that. Yeah. Because everybody called her a weirdo. Everybody was mean to her. Nobody really gives shit about her. She, she lost her dad. Lost her, her dad. Mom. Her mom. She pretty much lost her mom. So, and she said, you weren't my, she said, I wasn't your clearance. You were my clearance. And of course, we're all like, I lost Like, it. listen. And again, that was another thing that kids also needed too, that didn't need to be it wasn't too much it wasn't coded it wasn't 
It was real. It was real. And then they kiss. Because kids are bullied. Yep. Bad enough that they are doing this. And that is not something that's new. At all. Um, and someone personally who has dealt with that as a teenager, as an adult. Um, oh, it hit. It hit yeah. really hard. And sometimes you just need that one person or that one. You have no idea how you can be the one change in literally saving someone's life. Because you have no idea the impact what people are going through. So then, you know, they had this wonderful heartfelt moment oh, and they kissed. Amazing. And it was honestly just like it was so I cried. <laughs> I, I, had, I teared up. I paused it. I had I cried. I've been in my feels. This season of depression. Spicy depression. <laughs> so then she wishes it and then before she does, she asks Bernie, she's like, Are you gonna be Are you gonna be okay? Kid? She's like, I'm gonna be fine. She's like, I'm gonna be fine. Go. So she um, wishes it back. She's she wakes up in her own bed in her own room. It's and the lesbian tracksuit in the lesbian tracksuit. It's Christmas morning. <laughs> the ghost did it all in one night. Of course they can. They can do whatever they like. <laughs> um, so is that every ghost Christmas story? That's how that works. Yeah, right. It all done in one they night. Get it all done in one yeah. night. Exactly. Um, so she goes downstairs. Her mom and dad's. Everything's back to normal. Everything's normal. It's, and then they're like, we they want gave to her a new her. camera. Yeah. So she ended up getting like a really nice gift too. And then they're sitting there. Jimmy comes down. She gives him the biggest hug. Gail uh, and Karen are back. Yeah. Um, everybody's happy. And then she goes, oh, fuck, Ber Bernie. So she, because th they said something about being alone on Christmas. And she was like, oh, fuck. So she... She's running through the town screaming Merry Christmas and she's that, like, I love that it. That is falls. totally now that is definitely out of yep. It's a Wonderful Life where yep. he's running through the streets and <laughs> saying, oh, Merry Christmas, everybody. So happy to be, yeah. So she gets to her house and she knocks on the door and Bernie opens the door and she's like, What the fuck are you doing here? But she's like, Don't do it, Bernie. I'm, oh I'm, yeah. because yeah, she's cause she's like, Oh god, it's Christmas, she's gonna uh, no. And she's like, Don't do it. You you know you're you're great. You matter. Yeah, you matter and saying all these things and she goes She's first she's like, What the fuck are like, you what? doing here? And then she looks at her and she goes, I remember. And they were like, ah! and I know, and I was just like she ah! kissed her forehead and it was beautiful. And, and everybody's like, ah! You're gonna join me for Christmas and then they just run. Yeah, you're gonna together. come have Christmas breakfast with me and they're gonna go to the movies and watch a movie and, and just... she called her weirdo and she's like, Don't ever call me weirdo again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, when she was running through the town, she ran into Pete and Kara because she realized, too, in the alternate universe that they were, they were so happy in love. Together, and yeah. I think she realized, like, I'm not meant to be with boys anyway. Um, so she sees them when she's running through town. And she's like, she's like, it's totally fine. You guys are great together. I'm full support. And so that that was cool. And they were like, OK. <laughs> they didn't seem right. I remember in the beginning when I first saw them together, I was like, ew, she's with a football she it didn't, didn't match. She didn't literally like and people that knew me from high school. It had been like if I dated a guy that was on the football team, people would be like, What is it's okay. It's like when you first met me and I said boyfriend and you said hockey. <laughs> <laughs> you said she don't know. <laughs> Sorry for the out the loud, ugly laugh, but it, it very much was. She was correct. It very much was, yeah. When we first met and you were like, boyfriend, and I You're was like, like <laughs> that guy in the vine. Excuse me, what? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, huh? 
I'm like, oh, she don't know. I'm like, we know. She don't know. <laughs> I figured it out. It happens. Everybody does. It's totally, it's totally but yeah, that's the ending. And it was a beautiful ending. Truly. It was it was so heartwarming and funny and gory and everything was just the right amount of everything. It wasn't Great overdone. Kills. The humor. I still cannot get over how good the humor was. It was funny as hell. Definitely a dark comedy for sure. It reminded me a lot of Silent for Night. Sure. Yes. It was a Violent Night. Sorry. Violent Night. Violent yeah. Night. It reminded yeah. me a lot of that where it's just genuinely funny and whole like feel good type of thing. Um, as long as you're into horror and killing and that kind of stuff. But you know, diehard horror fans love heartwarming things like this type of film. So it was definitely very good. Um I I'm very upset by its ratings that people are giving it. Um, I honestly gave it a nine. I I had, I think the music was a big complaint. <laughs> and I honestly wish it could have just been a little bit longer. That was my biggest complaint. I, I don't. That's and, what's and funny I, is the movie that I watched right after that, I was like, this could have been shorter. Because I was... <laughs> You're like, you like I loved time. it. Yeah, like it's a wonderful life. I was like, love it. Could have been about 15 minutes longer. The movie right after that, I was like, loved it. Could have been about 15, 15 minutes shorter. <laughs> I feel like that. Oh, it's always like that. You either could, you could put in about 15 more minutes, or you could cut out about 15 more minutes. Yes. That happens with a I lot of I think a lot of, of it's movies. to do with me being like, wow, a lesbian couple actually is together and they're happy. I wanted to see more of that. Yeah. I think that's more or less where it's coming from. But honestly, the movie as a whole, I there's nothing I would touch or change. Acting it was, was great. Dialogue was fantastic. Great. The casting was, was spot great. on. So, yeah, I, I definitely give it a nine. I Yeah. Oh, for sure. Hands down. Nine. Thanksgiving and It's a Wonderful Knife were my were my movies for 2023. I mean, they they hit. They were so so with special so nods to Hell House Origins. Hell House um, Origins, yeah. I'd there was my, oh, when evil lurks. No, where evil lurks. I was gonna when watch evil lurks. I was gonna watch that today, but I'm gonna hold off because I'm hearing mixed things about that. It's brilliant. And brutal as hell. Yeah. Now, the ending. That's what I kept hearing. People didn't like the end. I did, did not like the ending. I did and I didn't, but I don't. I I love that they set it up for a sequel. I really do. I I think the ending was what it needed to be. Honestly, I really liked what they did with that film. I loved the fact that it was literally a zombie apocalypse, but instead of zombies, it was demons. Like, come the fuck on, man. That's terrifying. It was brutal in the way it should have been brutal. And it was, I think it was one of the best movies of last year. It was, it had me on edge for most of the film. I just realized we didn't do like a best of 2020. Well, for me, It's a Wonderful Knife, Thanksgiving... These are in no particular order. Saw X. Um, what was the other one? 
Which ones did we see last year? See, that's why I'm like, I feel like there's so, I feel like we didn't do one of those episodes because there were so many we didn't see that we wanted to. Yeah. So it's hard to do that when you've missed out on a lot of the ones you want to see. 2023. The last few years have been a lot of comfort movies for me. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Just too much. Well, and I think that was, I think for us too, I know both of us had pretty significant losses in late 2022. So I I know for me with that 2023 was definitely a year of I I need comfort movies. I, I need I need I I think I just I wasn't it wasn't till towards the end of the year that I was really I was really becoming more open to watching newer films cuz I just I couldn't I just, I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get myself into any new films for the year. But what's awesome is I am completely different this year. I have, I watched three new horror movies in one day. And I was, if I had the time, I would have kept doing it. Like, I want all new films this year. I want to just cram my head full of it. And I'm, I'm excited. Oh, that's right. We did see The Nun 2 last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would say I, I enjoyed The Nun too, but I don't know I don't think if it's I would put it in my top. I very uh, much enjoyed it though. But it's not in um, my top. Oh god, Hellhound Hellhound Origins or Hellhound, Jesus. Hellhouse Origins. Hellhouse Origins mm-hmm. was amazing. Amazing. So I have four. I have four so far. Because Saw X has to go on that list. It was so fucking good. And Hellhound I did it fucking again. God damn it. I'm I'm getting sleepy. Um, Hellhouse <laughs> Origins. It's been a long fucking day. I was at the dentist at seven o'clock this morning. Jesus. <laughs> Literally, I was awake for forty five minutes and then had to get ready. Damn. You said I am tired. I got to the dentist. I was like, I'm tired. I'm so tired. Can you put me to sleep? I'm like, why you? I'm like, I'm just gonna take a nap while you're putting that crown in. Okay. Just wake <laughs> me up when you're done. Um, wake me up. Just wake me up when it's over. Um, but yeah. Uh. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that yet, whoo! Yeah, if you guys haven't seen one, Evil Lurks, watch that too. I need to watch that. I was going to watch that today. Was amazing as I well. was going to watch that today, and I didn't. Um, the the actress that played Karen mm-hmm. was an influencer, so I need to watch that. Yep, she was the villain, Casper and said it was an was... actual. It is. It really shows you the terrifying side of internet and social media. Like, how somebody can take your face and your voice and make their own account of you. And it's not you behind that. It's terrifying. And it's great. And I loved it. I loved it so much. I was very surprised. You know, Shudder coming out, Shudder's original films, if you don't have Shudder and you're just pining for a horror movies on streaming services, stop looking (coughs) anywhere other than Shudder. I am fucking telling you, Shudder's originals... And we're not being paid for this promotion either. No. Shutter's originals are fucking top notch. One of them lately. that we, and I think this is going to get added to the list for 2023. I think this will round out my top five because we are going to be talking about this next month. I had a friend mention it to me last year and I didn't get around to watching it. It is on Shutter. We are going to be talking about this for Black History Month, The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. 
Um, I still have yet to see we that. Are gonna, gonna watch that I, I was going to watch that today. I decided to hold off because I thought February, perfect. We'll we'll put that in. This will give everybody plenty of time if they haven't seen it yet to watch it. It is on Shudder. Um, I also, now it came out in 2019, but this is another one I want to, because I, I just can't stop raving about it. I was telling Casper about it today. The Cleansing Hour was another Shudder original. It was under the Possession films. It came out in 2019. Um, the only actor that I knew from it that I distinctly recognized was uh kyle gallner um who i'm weirdly obsessed with um he is this this movie okay we've we have seen every trope in the possession genre imaginable this one is one of the most original possession films i've seen in a long time it is worth the watch um it got a four out of five skulls too on shutter so it i i highly recommend it it is a great concept it's great so it's it's not new but it was new to me because i hadn't seen it but if you guys have seen it please let us know um i i loved it i i can't i i, I want to watch it again i can't say enough great things about it if you love if you love possession movies, if you're a fan of possession movies, or if you're just sick of the same old, same old and possession tropes, you need to watch this one. Don't watch the new Exorcist movie, which I don't plan on watching. Uh, watch this one. <laughs> you want to watch a good ex exorcism movie? Watch The Cleansing Hour. Watch that one. Um, I did watch, uh, and I posted about these. Last week, I watched Brightwood and uh black mold brightwood i have been dying to see since horror hound that was a big one that was a big winner at horror hound um i highly recommend watching it um it's i have never seen a concept done like that before and i'm still trying i'm still to this day i'm still to this day trying to wrap my mind around what the ending was but uh, I, I really enjoy movies that are left up to your interpretation because I think it's one of those that you wanna, you're going to want to keep watching over and over and over because every time you watch it and the deeper you get into it, I think the ending is going to have a different meaning every time. Um, Black Mold is another one, totally different story. But again, it's one of those that the ending, this one played a lot on grief too that I appreciated. It was very well done and the way that it did. Um, and again, one of those were the ending, totally left up to interpretation, but again, very well done. And friends to the show, John Eisberg and Tony Wash, both were involved with Black Mold. Um, so it was really cool to watch a movie where people showed up on the credits and I was like, hey. <laughs> I, I know, know them. I know them. Hey. And my husband comes home, I'm like, I know them. And he's like, okay, I, I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, those uh, Black Mold and Brightwood are both on Tubi. Um, the Cleansing Hour is on Shudder. Uh, the Angry Black Girl and Her Monster are also on Shudder. So you guys have plenty of time to watch that because we are going to be reviewing that next month. Um it's a wonderful night. If you still, if you're, you, we got a snowstorm coming this weekend. If you're still in a Christmas movie mood, a lot of people still have their Christmas decorations up because it's been too fucking cold to take them down. Watch It's a Wonderful Knife if you want to, if you still haven't yet. Um, but yeah, we are definitely, I, 
Uh, you watched a movie called Attachment that you said was really it was a good. Shutter That's original. On Shutter, I still need to watch. Yep, and then um, we both watched a movie on Tubi called They Wait in the Dark. The movie as a whole is good. The story is good. The twist is fantastic, but the acting, oof, it's a little rough. The acting is a little rough, but if you can make it, if you can make it through, you know, I think a lot of indie movies have that. Um, but I think if the story keeps it, you can make it through the twist at the end. I promise you, so it's worth, worth it. it. Even if you just watch it once, even right. if it's not one that you're going to go back and revisit. Um, uh, if you just watch it one time, it is really good for a one time watch. Mm -hmm. Um, but black mold and Brightwood, I definitely think are going to be on people's list to watch many times. Because I could definitely, again, because it's one of those movies that when you watch it the first time, the ending, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> and it's not that it's bad. You're just sitting there like, it. it's not that it doesn't, I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't want it, to, it's, I'm, I, I can't explain it without giving it away. It's not that it doesn't, it just leaves the, it, it's open-ended. I'll say mm -hmm. that. It's not like the turning where you're sitting there and you're like, did this movie end? Is this movie over? Am I that still movie, sitting here in the torture chamber? So fucking much. Um, they end. They have endings, but they're so open-ended that you're sitting there for like the next hour and a half after you watch it like, whoa. And you're trying to piece it together. So um, I appreciate movies like that because they want to make you go back and watch it again. So um but yeah, It's a Wonderful Knife. I will... It, incredible. Absolutely incredible. So good. So worth the watch. And again, if you can make it through Freaky, I will try. Um, I'm telling you, it <laughs> I'm is sure so I'm not the only one good. out there that doesn't like Vince Vaughn. And don't ask me. I don't know. Listen, we all have that one... I'm sorry. I shouldn't say as strong as Amber Heard. We all know why we hate her. Um... But I think we all just have that like one random actor where it's like, listen, I don't know why I don't like your face, but I don't like Shailene your face. Woodley. Shailene Woodley. See? Thank you. Shailene Woodley. I will never watch anything she's in. I don't wanna I don't wanna see her. We all have it. <laughs> it's like I listen, I have my reasons and I don't like your face. So I don't <laughs> I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it for two hours. I don't want to watch your face. I don't want to look at your face for two hours. And then there's literal actors and actresses I will watch because I want to watch your face for two hours. Kyle Kyle Kellner. Apparently for me. The amount of Also, he pops up in some great fucking horror films. So I think that that's that's it. He Jennifer's body, come on. He grew he he's in some great ones. Also, for those of you that don't know, he was in Veronica Mars season two, and it's, I would he highly, was in Veronica highly suggest watching that. Show. I watched Pulse the other day. I love Kristen Bell. I love, I do. So much. I do too. <laughs> Protect her. Protect Kristen Bell. At all costs. All right, guys. So for next week, we are, um, we're going to be doing a lot more of these this year, too. I'm telling you, TikTok's been on the ball with these. Uh, we're going to be shouting out a lot of different, like, horror creators on TikTok because they, we, we both have been getting a lot of really great ideas 
on some true crime cases we want to talk about, some haunted areas that we want to talk about. Um, really excited about that. And we're going to have some TikTokers we'll shout out to because I'm, I'm very excited about it. Um, I think this one, I don't, I don't remember if I got this one from TikTok or not, but next week we're going to be talking about, um, it's going to be a scary location. It's called the Devil's Tramping Ground. So this is apparently a real, a real place that exists that is literally just a barren patch of woods that apparently has a, that is a vortex. Um, the legend says that Satan himself walks circles in this area. And that's why it's just a completely barren spot. It's in uh, North Carolina um, for apparently for hundreds of years. It's been a spot in the middle of the woods that nothing grows. No grass, no trees, absolutely nothing. It's me. I'm just shitting. Um, I'm just shitting in the area over and over. And uh, there's even a street sign that actually says Devil's Tramping Ground Road. Um, so is it is it real? Is it just based on a local legend? Who knows? Um, it definitely has some indigenous origins as well. Typically, anything, anything that's that got has indigenous origins... A thousand percent, it's motherfucking haunted. You'll act like America okay, was built on so, an ancient Indian burial ground. Just saying. If it says Native Americans or indigenous people, it's haunted. Yep. Automatically. 100%. So there you go. There you go. Um. So yes, that's what we're going to be talking about next week. Um. And then we'll have a whole nother week in January and then we're done. January always lasts forever. Honestly, um, this January hasn't. You know what, though? I, I, I have to say, most of the time, every single January does take forever, but I'm like... I this January is not January. This January is February. This this January is really January, is. like past Januaries. You know what I think it is, is because this year is a leap year. This year is a leap year. Leap Which years would, are weird. But it should make it feel longer, because it's another day. Not already January I'll tell you what, fucking January is going to feel shorter, February is going to feel longer. That's the flip. Because okay. February goes by. If you if you remember every year, January drags on February, you blink and February's fucking gone. So January is February. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's what's happening. January is February. It is. <laughs> I think it's just been so fucking cold. We've all just been like stuck in a uh this week has been crazy. All I kept telling myself was that the high in North Dakota was negative fifty-nine degrees the other day. So that was the only. I'm sorry, comfort. you said high. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Negative. Minus sign in front <laughs> of it. Yes, uh, I said that correctly. So that's about the only thing that in comfort movies was about the only thing that got me through this week. Is I just kept saying it's not negative fifty five degrees here. I know your mind can't even. I'm so sorry. I thought your mind was like not comfort. Well, again, too. I don't know how anybody's brain, unless you're living it, can comprehend negative 59 degrees. I never want to know what that feels like ever in my. I wasn't enjoying the negative, the feel of negative 14 because of the wind outside. So I don't even want to conjure what the fuck that would feel like. No, thank you. No. Uh, One of the circles of hell. That's what negative 59 degrees is. Well, actually, it would be more like, because hell is hot, so. Well, in, in 
Dante's, it's one of the levels. Yeah, you're right. Like one of the lower so it's, yeah, you're levels right. is so cold. That's so that, it's, it's that it's level. that level. So yes. Um and my perimenopause, that bitch, Perry, uh, that one is one of the higher levels of Dante's hell. So <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Fucking Just hilarious. thought I would throw that in there for the rest of the 40-year-olds that are going through it. <laughs> Where we're freezing by day and burning like a furnace by night. <laughs> Somebody said, I saw a thing where somebody said bamboo pajamas. I'm like, I want to wear no pajamas. I want to rip my skin off. What are you talking about pajamas? I don't care what they're made of. I don't want anything on my skin. When I go when to it sleep. it feels like it's on fire. When I go to sleep, I want to be freezing. Yes. I want to have a tank top on and that's it. Yes. It. Underwear, usually. But tank top, underwear, freezing cold. I will sleep like a fucking baby. Yeah. Well, I should say long because babies don't sleep, but you get the point. Right. <laughs> Some do. It depends. Right. All right, All right guys. guys. Well, thank you so much for this uh, listening to this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, like we said before, make sure to go check out all the movies. Um, it's a new year, new new movies, old movies you didn't get to catch last year. Um, and then, um, so yeah. Um, also, just to let you guys know, we were let known. Google Podcast is going to no longer be a thing in the yes. next few months. So what we're going to have to do. Spotify and iTunes are just dominating at this point. Yeah. Um, in From case one... anybody utilizes google podcasts uh, it seems like mo- a lot to of listen people don't. to um just in case you do apparently they're porting everything over after april 2nd to ya or uh youtube, YouTube music so um i didn't even know youtube music was a thing apparently it is that's what alex uh, has um so you can actually pay for youtube music or youtube by itself it's right. two different things oh, okay so okay. she pays for youtube music because youtube music works like spotify got it but it's it's a separate entity. So I guess that one's just that one's as popular because I. So it's yeah. actually kind of cool that they're doing that because it gives us a chance to get on YouTube, which actually is really cool. Uh, there may be issues with that. If there is, fuck YouTube. <laughs> that's that's the end of that. We'll stick with podcasts. Podcast. We'll stick with iTunes and Spotify and Podbean. That's not a problem. Um, but we just wanted to let you guys know yeah, that that was... But I mean, if people actually listen to, if people actually listen to us on Yahoo, yeah. uh, that would be YouTube. Yahoo, Jesus. Um, I am a thousand years old. Um, if people actually <laughs> listen to us on YouTube, um, music, that would be great. Uh, now that we will not be expecting any type of monetization no. from YouTube because they are extremely restrictive especially when it comes to cursing or anything true crime or horror because you have to be extremely restrictive in what you say um and that was something that we both from the beginning said that we were not going to do we were not going to restrict our content it's just it's too confusing it's too much to keep up with and i think it's a disservice to um our audience. And I feel so, like it's just exhausting. Just, oh no, my God. I don't want to deal Having with to all censor that. Ev- we'd have to censor every episode. And you can't cuss within the first 
10 minutes. I actually knew some podcasts that I would watch on YouTube that would literally have a timer where they to to make sure that they don't cuss within the first 10 minutes because you will immediately be demonetized. YouTube on YouTube. So that's, that's I just, what I'm saying. If yeah, there's an issue with YouTube, we're, YouTube can fuck off. So Ho- hopefully it won't. Hopefully right. people that want to listen to us on YouTube won't have an issue. Um, hopefully exporting our episodes from Google over to YouTube won't be an issue. It's just that I don't think we'll. Yeah, we definitely won't be expecting any monetization from them. But I just uh. If there's any censoring by them, I know they will take episodes down. Um, now again, I don't, I don't have a YouTube account. This is all like podcasts that I, I watch a lot of podcasts on YouTube and there are, there have been people who have done podcasts on YouTube with, with YouTube won't even tell them. Mm-hmm. If it's something that YouTube says within their guidelines is violated, they will yank the episode. Yep. They'll pull it. They won't, and they won't tell you. They will not tell you. And I'm talking, I'm not talking about everyday people like us. I'm talking about big name people. Big Actually, name like podcasts. YouTubers like big, you, huge YouTubers, mm-hmm. comics, comedians. Yeah, you you say something, it'll stay up on Spotify, it'll stay up on others on other platforms, but YouTube will yank that shit down with a quickness. So I need somebody that, else to buy YouTube. If that happens, then we we will pull YouTube altogether. So that's that's our only fear yeah. is that they will start to go through and censor our they'll start to go through and like try to censor our episodes and just completely yank episodes down because there's something that violates their guidelines. So if that starts to happen, we literally start seeing episodes getting pulled. We'll, yeah, we'll be done with YouTube because that's. So it's going to be a very trial and error at the beginning. And that's going to be for you guys. Like we can care less. Fuck off YouTube. We don't need your money. We don't like, we don't care. But, we do this um, because we love to do it. We're we, not going to do it. We don't want you guys to be like, hey, I tried to listen to the episode and it's gone. Or like, they'll leave the episode, but half of it's missing. Like, what they do is they'll just make it quiet for like 30 minutes or something. That has happened to a stream, a stream I did because a song by Daughter was in it. It was a video game. And it, I claimed nothing and nothing of the sort, and it was in the video game, but it didn't matter. Uh, YouTube silenced that whole part of the video, and it was like 20 minutes long. So, I was pretty fucking pissed about that. And I honestly stopped streaming a lot to do with that, because I'm like, I cuss a lot. The video games I play have copyrighted music in them. I can't help that. Oh, I would imagine anything that you stream. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that that's very restrictive. I know TikTok, I've heard a lot of people on TikTok say that they'll stream stuff on TikTok and then all of a sudden or mm-hmm. go live or whatever and you say one thing and they'll boop. <laughs> they will yeah. pull that they'll pull that shit down or just I mean I get it. it I get quickness. it cuz copyrighted shit like I I understand and I get that but I'm like it was part of the video game like I wasn't trying to sit there and say that I claimed any of it, but anyways, anyways. So yeah, we'll be back next oh, week, this guys. Stuff is too confusing. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are of course on Podbean, Google Podcast for now, iTunes, and Spotify. Give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. You always know when we put new videos out or episodes out. 
Um, every time I say that, I always think of Jenna Marbles, and it makes me sad. Um, anyway, so, because she's like, we put new videos <coughs> out every Wednesday. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, there's that, and then, um, give us a follow and a subscribe, on, or a uh, comment. God damn it. Rating. Give us a rating on... <laughs> God. on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't. If you have any questions, concerns, or have any ideas for the podcast, send us an email at dfwto8493 at gmail.com. And again, shout out to at the underscore black underscore Han underscore solo for the suggestion again for tonight's episode. Um, we always appreciate when you guys give us suggestions for episodes. Um, so thank yes. you. Thank you for that. All right, guys, you have a wonderful, wonderful week, and um, we love you. And, of course, thank you for all the support. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with the original. Okay, bye.